everybody, it is Melanie Mitro and Katie Ersta, and we are the hosts of the Make She Cap and Podcast. And this podcast is for you, friend. We're going to dive into the skills, mindset, and systems you need to build a successful social media presence, and it supports your business goals. All right, and I am Melanie Mitro, one of the co-hosts, and I have left my full-time career in early intervention to be a stay-at-home mom and seriously craving something more. All right, and I'm Katie. I am a stage four cancer survivor. I absolutely love all things storytelling, and I was a teacher who truly just wanted to get the groceries paid for. Never in a million years did I see what would happen with this business. Oh my gosh, and here we are, 10 <laughs> years later, and we have built multi-million dollar businesses from our laptop, from our kitchen tables, basically anywhere that you have Wi-Fi. And the cool part is now we get to teach other people how to do the same. So just two female entrepreneurs who are wives, moms, and we're also besties who want to take you on the journey right alongside us to help you build a business that you love and a life that you desire. All right, so come on in, check out today's episode. Well, hey everyone, it is Katie and Melanie of the Make She Happen podcast back with another episode. And this one's really important because we're closing in on year-end goals. So many women that we mentor in our Chic Influencer community were working really hard with to make chic happen. And yes. so one thing that we've been talking a lot about that we wanted to just touch base here about is that word why, mm -hmm. our why. And I always think back to when I started, I remember hearing a uh, mentor say to me, your why needs to make you cry. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I, I got one. Like, I don't actually have a why that's going to make me cry. And I started to think about, well, what is it that drives us when it comes to having a why? And is it acceptable when your why actually doesn't make you cry? So we're going to actually dive into this today with some of mm -hmm. our personal experiences and tips when it comes to what your current why is and when you know that you really need to realign, that you re need to redefine. Yeah. So we're going to dive right in. Why don't we talk about first, like mm -hmm. what is the definition of a why? So for yeah. someone new to business who's yeah. maybe never done this activity, what is a why? Okay. So, uh, well, story, when I first started my business, that was the question that yeah. was on the top of a an intake form and it basically like, what is your why for the business? And I left it blank because I really, I actually <laughs> right did over that. I one, did. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I want to like help people. So there really wasn't too much depth there because I never asked myself what right. I want. It was always serving other people. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a job and I'm going to have kids and I'm going to take care of my family. And so, you know, if you kind of find yourself in that season of like, I don't know what I want because I'm just starting out, that too is very normal. For sure. And usually at the beginning, and so, so your why really is the thing that drives you. Mm -hmm. Your why is your driving force for doing what you do. Right. And it's sort of, it's like rooted in what, you what your definition of success is mm -hmm. it's rooted in what you want for your life mm -hmm. and it's not and it's not rooted in what you <clears throat> think other people want you to say right it's mm -hmm. rooted in what you truly want so your definition um taking everything else out of the picture unapologetically you right and so our whys can change. They evolve. They mm -hmm. mature as we mature. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we'll set goals and, and we'll have this big vision, this big why for where we're going, and we'll course correct. So right. it's also something that isn't fixed. 
it can really move with us. Absolutely. Right? Especially right? as you grow your business yep. and things evolve, mm-hmm. things change. So yeah. for sure. And you need a why. Mm-hmm. You need a why to be sort of the compass, to be the North Star. This is where I'm going. Because as, as a business owner, right. especially when you first start, when you first launch a business, you're excited. Mm-hmm. It's adrenaline. It's motivation. You even think <laughs> about when you're like, I'm going to lose this 10 pounds I gained after Christmas, mm-hmm. right? And so you're motivated, but then by week two, yeah, the motivation is gone. Right. You're like this, I would rather have the cocktail. I'd rather have the leftover cookies, but saying no is kind of hard. And it's like that with building a business. Yeah. You know, once you strip away the newness and the excitement, it's mm. just gritty work. Yeah. And so if we don't have a why, the why again keeps you rooted in the direction you're going. Right. It becomes really easy to quit. So right. it's important. It's really a foundational point to successful growth, right? Yeah. So I want to break down today just some misconceptions about a why. So for one, I don't believe a why needs to make you cry, but it does need to be motivating for you. Okay. And so that means it's very individualized. It's not going to be a one-size-fits-all approach when Mm -hmm. it comes to your reason for building your business. And so today, as we walk through these, I want you to think about, okay, if I have my own why, is it working for me? Your why works for you. And if it's not working for you, it might be time to reevaluate. So today we're gonna give you some tips and strategies on how to do that. But we also really want you to be very honest with yourself and say, okay, is this actually working for me? So Mm -hmm. tip number one on why the why isn't working. Uh, Tip number one, it's probably too big. So I love giving this example because I remember thinking back when it was the why that makes you cry. Cry. And there I was just wanting to get my groceries paid for. And that was a big win for me. And I was sitting there thinking like, okay, I have to find something bigger to work towards. I have to find something bigger. I have to dream bigger. And I wasn't there yet in understanding the full capacity of what I was capable of doing in the business and also what the business could do for me. And so there was almost like that idea of, I said a why, like a reason for doing this work that was too big. It almost became like a gap between where I was and where I wanted to go. And instead of focusing my eyes and my attention on the end result, I just saw a big chasm. I just saw a big hole with, oh my gosh, look at how far I have to go. And it didn't really work for me. So for example, if your goal for your family is kind of like mine was when I started where I was like, man, I really would just love to come home on a payday and know that there's enough in the bank account. I would love to know that there is always gonna be enough money in my bank account to just get the groceries paid for and that was a huge win for me. And so it didn't really work for me to be setting these big goals of you know leaving my career as an educator or mm-hmm. potentially becoming a full-time business owner with the direct sales company that I was a part of Instead, I had to think about the smaller goal. My small goal that was my why was getting the groceries paid for because I knew that that would alleviate a lot of pressure from my husband and I, and Mm -hmm. that meant we weren't gonna fight as much. And to me, that was joy. There was no need to set a goal bigger than that because it was creating a gap. And instead, the goal just needed to be small enough that it felt attainable to me. And once it was attainable to me, I was gonna focus on making it 
happen. Yeah. Which kind of brings us to the second point, which yeah. is about visualization. And I'd yeah. love for you to kind of give your sort of feedback sure. with what that yeah. looks like. Yeah. Well, hey, everybody. All right. We are interrupting today's episode real quick because we have a very exciting announcement that we can't wait to share with you. And honestly, the countdown is on. It's like one week away from our small business summit. So yes, want to tell them what it's all about? Yeah. So the free small business virtual summit is really for anyone who has been thinking about maybe starting a small business or has the idea, but has no idea actually where to start, what steps they need to implement. They just need that guidance for how to get their business up and running. Or maybe you already do have a small business, but you're not profitable yet. And you don't know what the missing pieces are. We created with quite a lineup, uh, an entire day where we're just going to be pouring into you what we have learned over the past nine, 10 years of building a couple of businesses uh, to the seven figure and beyond place. So we want you to come to the free virtual summit. You are going to learn things like how do I need to, and what do I need to invest to get my business up and running? What can I expect uh, when it comes to actually being profitable? Like how long does that actually take? How about marketing? We're going to talk about marketing ourselves publicly on social media. And we are doing this all for you because we want to help you get started. We do. We do. And it is going to be Thursday, October 21st from 1 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, we are live streaming this event and you can register by clicking the link right here in the show notes or visiting chicinfluencer.com backslash small dash business dash summit. So you guys um, come check it out. It is going to blow your mind and we hope to see you guys there. All right, let's get back to the episode. So once you know, okay, I don't have to set a big goal that mm-hmm. I, that feels unattainable, that I don't feel like is even realistic for me. You know, once you say to yourself, all right, this is what I'm working towards. This why gets me excited. The next step is, is the visualization process. And this is a practice that I use. And, you know, for one of my initial goals was our company actually gave us an incentive trip and we Mm. earned that incentive trip through our sales every single month. And over the course of 12 months, you could earn this incentive trip. And the trip was a vacation to Disney. And I really wanted to take the family. It was a big goal for me. We hadn't vacationed in, Mm -hmm. I don't know, four years. And we, there was, it wasn't on the plans. We couldn't afford it. And all I could think was this would be, this would mean so much to me if I could earn this for my family. And Mm -hmm. so I went online, printed out a picture of the Magic Kingdom, hung that on my vision board. I changed the screensaver of my phone to Mickey Mouse, you know, and then I would wake up in the morning and when my alarm would go off, I would sit there and I would say like, even if I was tired and I didn't really want to get out of bed that day, I would visualize what am I working towards? As I'd walk to the kitchen and I'd grab my drink of water in the morning, I would visualize, okay, today you're taking steps towards, you know, that trip to Disney. And so I would visualize, okay, I can't just say that's what I'm working towards, but what is it going to feel like? And so I'd close my eyes and I would visualize like, okay, I'm holding the boy's hands and we're walking down Main Street and the music is playing and they're smiling and they're laughing and they're pointing at the characters, right? And there's the magic kingdom in front of us, right? And so I'm thinking, I have goosebumps like as I talk about it because I'm thinking about 
how awesome it's gonna be knowing that I was able to gift that to my family. And so I'm thinking about the experience, the rides we're gonna ride, the food that you know we're gonna eat. And so that visualization allows me to then say, okay, so what are the actions I need to do today? If I want that to become my reality, okay, what do I need to do? I need to sell three kits. So how do I do that? Okay, I invite, I post. And so it by saying that taking that visualization, that very real visual, and mm -hmm. then saying, what do I need to do to make it happen? It started to make it become the yeah. reality. But on the flip side of that, because mm -hmm. I know there's a flip side, and I know that every day mm -hmm. I don't wake up motivated, and I know you probably don't either. Yeah. And this is key, this, this point we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it is. It's so key. So maybe you wake up in the morning and you've been getting a lot of objections in your inbox. Nothing's going the way that you want it to go with your business. You know, yeah. you didn't sleep very well through the night. You just would want, you want to stay in bed. You just want to be like, is it really worth it? I want you to visualize Disney again. But this time I want you to visualize that you have to take it off the vision board. Mm -hmm. That you have to say to your kids or your family members, you know what? We can't go on that trip to Disney because mom, she hit snooze too many times and she didn't do the work she needed to do so she didn't earn it. Or I'm sorry guys, we're not going to get to see Mickey this year. You know, mom just, you know, made excuses mm -hmm. and she wasn't willing to do the work. Ooh. Yeah. Like that actually hurts to say like, I'm going to visualize looking in my kid's eyes and saying those words. Yeah. It's almost like, I know I can't do that. Yeah. It's going to propel me to turn the other way and go do the work because I need, and it's painful. That's painful. Right. And the pain of not accomplishing it has to be great enough to make you do the action anyways. Yeah. Right. So there has to be some ownership with the vision. I think a lot of times people are like, I want to dream big and they create this vision. And especially in January, we're really yeah. known to create those beautiful vision boards yep. that get tucked away for next year or brushed aside or forgotten about. But when you feel ownership of your vision, mm -hmm. you also take ownership of the action it's going to take to get there. And so vision isn't just about dreaming big. It's acting bigger. Yeah. And so I think that's really critical. But I also want to talk about number three. And for me, number three is really what elevated my business to the next level and is also the one thing that I really think it's a hard pill to swallow when it comes to business owners. They don't want to hear mm -hmm. this. And I understand that a lot of people go into business without a background or they don't really know how to open a business or run yeah. a business. And so they're kind of like, I'm just going to figure it out or yep. I'm just going to give it my best effort. And what happens is when you go into any business, so even if you have no real overhead with your business, maybe you signed up without really investing much into it and you go into it thinking, well, if it fails, it's no big deal. Yeah. Right. Yep. And I got to pause on that for one second because I find that a lot of people are running their business with this plan A mentality, but they always have this plan B option. Yep. And so when you have a plan B, you're always in your mind thinking about, all right, what's my easy way out? Yeah. And so I really do believe that when I started to understand that my business wasn't a plan B, it was plan A, I started to run it more like it was plan A. Mm -hmm. And I remember for me very, very clearly the moment when it became plan B into plan A was when I was diag diagnosed with cancer. And during that time, during that diagnosis, I had lost 
my health insurance. And that health insurance meant that I was going to have to pay and be a part of my husband's health insurance was an additional $500 on my extended maternity leave. Mm -hmm. So I no longer had this comfort of falling back on the other option, on the other plan. There was no other plan. So in order for us to really find our medical bills being able to be taken care of while still having enough money coming in for our livelihood overall, there was no option of the teaching uh, income that I had. There was no plan B. And so what happened was I started to develop a plan A. And my plan A meant that I had to show up and make an effort. And to this point as well, because I think a lot of times people want to insert a, well, that worked for you because, and here's why it worked for me. It worked for me because it wasn't about working more hours. I want to make that very, very clear. I didn't have more hours. I was sick. There were some days that I, I didn't work at all. And so knowing that, I got smarter about the hours that I could work. And if you haven't enrolled in our free challenge, if you miss out (laughs) on that opportunity, I really want to make sure that you at least opt into uh, mm-hmm. the freemium that we developed that has actual like tangible steps for building a business on very limited amounts of time. And I didn't want to, I didn't even mean to give yeah. that plug, but I think that that ownership of having that plan A and working for it, it allowed me to stop playing hokey pokey with my goals. Right. I wasn't one foot out, one, one foot in and one foot out. I was all in. I had to be. There wasn't another choice. And so right now, I want you to ask yourself, where am I playing hokey pokey? Mm-hmm. Where am I putting one foot out, but I all well, one foot in, but I always have one foot out. And I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, I can kind of go in. I'm going to give it a dabble. I'm going to kind of give this a go, but I can always step out. I can always retreat. Yep. And that idea of how you're retreating is probably preventing you from moving forward in your business. Mm-hmm. It does. It really, we've always taught that. Like yeah. there is no plan B <laughs> and you have to create that for yourself. Yeah. So even if you aren't backed into a corner and it's in your situation, you were, you were like, I don't actually have an option. Right. And if you, if you're the kind of person that's sitting there saying, well, I don't really have that scenario, so I don't relate, then you create something. You create like your that. corner. Yeah. And, yeah. So we, we've done that in our business. Actually, it's one of the things that sometimes can drive me crazy, but that it does drive me crazy in a good way because I adopt it. Right. But you always say, you know, um, okay, like we're getting ready to go on a trip and we want to go shopping for some new clothes. And Katie will always say to me, well, I'm not going shopping until I enroll three customers and that'll be my reward is I let myself go and we'll go have some fun. Yeah. So it could be something like that. Or you know what? I'm going to send out all these invites or I'm going to finish this newsletter and I'll reward myself by taking the kids to go get some ice cream this evening. So you can create these other options that is still a plan A mentality, right? It is just like, these are the things that need to be accomplished. And, you know, even looking back in my business too, it was things like, I won't sit and scroll on Pinterest until I actually do my two hour proven work day. Like that all has to be checked off. And one of the things I enjoy doing is just scrolling for fashion or home ideas. So it can be like watching a TV show or scrolling or taking the dog for a walk, you know, anything, anything that gives you joy, you can also make that part of the plan A a reward system. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So one more thing. Okay. Let's talk about the and and the buts. 
<laughs> okay. All right. So the last thing that we want to cover is we have become a very big butt society. Like we love big butts. I, I know that there's like a song about it and everything, <laughs> but in this context, I'm talking about the word butt. And what I mean by that is a lot of times we will create statements about why we can't do something, why we want to do it. Well, you have the best of intention of meaning to do it, but it's not going to happen because fill in the blank. So mm -hmm. for example, I would love to be able to achieve my month end goals, but the kids are actually really having a tough month with all of their other commitments. So I really can't right now. Or if we say something like, I would love to be able to achieve my year end goal, but it's already November and or yeah. October and I'm, I'm out. There's no way I can do it. And yeah. so that word, but gives us the opportunity to opt out. So your butt is giving you a really solid, solid, firm excuse. And we have got to get rid of the word, mm -hmm. but, and replace it with another word. So for example, if you take that same scenario, like I would love to meet my year end goals and it's actually already October. So here is what I'm going to do instead. Mm -hmm. And you create a plan. If you remove the word but and replace it with the word and, you then give yourself an opportunity to take action instead yeah. of an excuse. So when you're thinking about what you're saying, and even if you're talking to an upline or a mentor, we become, as uplines and mentors, we become very aware of that word but and that narrative. Mm -hmm. And we are constantly telling our clients, what, look, look at your narrative, look at the words you're using. You're using the word but, how can you use a word and? How can you change up the way you're speaking to yourself? Because when you do insert that word but, you're giving yourself an easy way out, you're taking the plan B, a mentality, yeah. you've eliminated yourself from the, the opportunity from what you're working towards and it's complete and utter BS. And I say that with all the love in my heart too, but if you have big goals, and you want to be able to achieve them, you have to get really, really married to the action. Mm -hmm. You have to get really, really married to the action. And the big part of how you get married to um, action is getting focused on a why that works for you. Yep. Yeah. And again, not, not getting so caught up in what everybody else thinks. Is it the right why? Like does, is it a why that's Make you always, cry. Yeah, that makes you cry. Or is it Insta-worthy? We sometimes talk about like the Insta-worthy why or the vision board. Like who cares if it's like deemed for Instagram? Like are people going to think it's cool? Yeah. Like if you want a cabin in the woods, get a cabin in the woods. If you want a yacht that you can charter the on the ocean, then put that on there. Like it doesn't matter what it looks like as long as it matters to you. It, it might simply just be like, I just want to single family home because we're living in an apartment yeah. and we've been renting for our entire lives. Right? And I'm not ever going to say like just. So for me, yeah. getting the groceries paid for was a huge deal. Yes. It was, yes. wow, I made a hundred extra mm -hmm. bucks this month and I know that I'm not going to fight with my husband. And yeah. to me, that why drove me a lot more than the bigger ones that yeah. I had set. Yeah. And it still continues to blow my mind. And even as I think back and how I mentor people, let your why be enough. Yeah. Your why is perfect right where it is. It yeah. doesn't need to be yeah. bigger. And 
it'll layer. So getting the groceries paid for was the was the vision, right? And then once that happened, yeah. you were at a different point in your life. You were at a life where consistency of the groceries getting paid for, and then you were like, well, what if I did an extended maternity leave, right? Because now Dom was coming. And so you had been layering groceries, 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 and then it was like, you know what? I can dream like, I'm just gonna extend the dream. Okay, I've never even thought of an extended maternity leave. And so then that became sort of yeah. the extended dream and why. And then obviously from that point, it went to, oh, now I'm back to no corner and I have to do this. Right. But the expansion happened. And even when at that point, you're still, your goal was to go back to teaching. But then because you had gotten the medical bills paid for and you had really started to build this business, it then became, oh, what if I actually leave teaching and I teach other people how to do this too? Yeah. And so that big vision never was the vision, the why on day one, but because you layered yeah. this, the goals along the way, the vision, the why, look what it has created. And so it's it's being patient in that process. It's understanding that we can never get from point A to point Z just like that, mm -hmm. but to see how it all falls into place Absolutely. and to understand that that mindset is gonna serve you so well in the end. So true. So. So much information, and yep. I hope that you enjoyed this episode because it was it was really filled with some honest feedback uh, just from our experiences mm -hmm. as we've mentored women through our Chic Influencer community and our private clients. And yep. I really do believe your why needs to be powerful for you, and no one is gonna mm -hmm. be able to write that narrative but you. So you guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week to the Make Chic Happen podcast. We are having so much fun in October, and if you want more information, make sure that you just check us out on Instagram. We're doing a lot of work behind the scenes. Um, and we wanna hear what you love about this episode. If you ever have questions about uh, future episodes or have some ideas for us, shoot them our way. We love to hear from you. Right. So, bye guys. Have a good one. All right, so if you loved today's episode, make sure you head over to wherever you listen to the episode today and leave us a rating and review. And also take a little screenshot and tag us on Chic Influencer. We'll feature you in our stories. Plus, we'd love to get your feedback and hear from our listeners. Yep. Until next week, let's make Chic happen.